As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The product set changes every single year. In other words, the vinyl and wood flooring industry comes out with new products and they all don't quite install quite the same. And I said, well, why don't you try creating YouTube videos? See whether that gets you any traction. Welcome to the Repurpose Your Career podcast, brought to you by Career Pivot. This podcast is where those of us in the second half of life come together to discuss how to repurpose our careers for the 21st century. Come listen to career experts give you proven strategies. Listen to people like you tell their stories on how they repurpose their careers. And finally, get your questions answered. Your host, Mark Miller, has made six career pivots over the last 30 years. He understands this is not about jumping out of the frying pan into a fire, but rather to create a plan where you make clear, actionable steps or pivots to a better future career. Are you ready to repurpose your career? Welcome to episode 81 of the Repurpose Your Career podcast. My name is Mark Miller, and I'll be your host every Monday for a discussion on what it's like to repurpose your career. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with like-minded souls. Subscribe on careerpivot.com or iTunes or wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Share it on social media or just tell your neighbors and colleagues. And if you want, write an iTunes review. Next week's episode, I'll be interviewing Marty Constant. Marty is the author of Activate Your Agile Career, How Responding to Change Will Inspire Your Life's Worth. Marty is a workplace futurist with an agile mindset. She is a career growth analyst, author, speaker, and founder of the Agile Careerist Project. Her career path includes artist, designer, brand developer, entrepreneur, technology marketing executive, investor, and she's a second half of life career pivoter. So in this week's episode, I will be answering your questions along with my good friend and career colleague, Mark Anthony Dyson from the Voice of the Job Seeker podcast. Welcome, Mark. Yes. Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm doing well. And I'm here in Austin, Texas, and you are in Chicago once again. Yes. And we're probably about the same temperature. We're in the 90s. Yeah, we're, we're, we're creeping right there. We're close to it. So why don't we just hop in right into the questions for, that the, our listeners have submitted? Super. So ready for question one? Yes, I am ready for question one. I am a 61-year-old floor installer. I've been doing this since I was a young man. 
I have worked in other parts of the industry, like sales and distribution, but I would like to work by my. I like to work by myself. I no longer carpet install carpeting because of the weight. I do not know how much longer I can do continue to do this. I'm incredibly good at finding the methods to install the ever-changing product offerings that the vinyl and wood flooring industry come up with every year. What can I do? I cannot physically keep this up. Does this sound familiar? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Too often. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I, in my 20s, installed 700 square feet of Spanish tile in my house. Uh-huh. In 2010, when we sold it, I wasn't happy with how the, the folks that were cleaning the house up and repainting were dealing with some of the Spanish tile. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to get down there and strip it myself and reseal it. Uh-huh. You know what, it was a lot easier doing that in my 20s than in my 50s. Sure. When I had a discussion with this gentleman, he was talking about the fact that he was just really good at coming up with all the tips and tricks on how to install this vinyl flooring. And and there's a lot of DIY now. Mm-hmm. And I'm even noticed that in my own condo. Uh, the gentleman who before me put in the bamboo flooring and he screwed it up in places. Yeah. Right. And I even learned when I did my own flooring, when I did that Spanish tile, uh, I learned things like, you know, my living room wasn't square. Uh, the, uh, the bar, the bar extension wasn't exactly straight and these guys know how to do that. So I I thought to myself, okay, what can he do that gets him out of doing the direct installing? And the first thing I came up with was, wow, why don't you look at doing YouTube videos? So I got online and started looking about DIY floor installation and there were a small number Probably a hundred videos out there, but some of them had a million views. And I thought, well, this is easy to do. It's at least something worth to try, right? Get somebody. He has a son who's good with an iPhone. I said, why don't you try creating some of these videos? And the fact is, is he, he was talking about the fact that the product set changes every single year. In other words, the vinyl and wood flooring industry comes out with new products and they all don't quite install quite the same. I said, well, why don't you try creating YouTube videos? See whether that gets you any traction. What do you think of that? Well, I have a couple of questions. Sure. And I was just trying to, um, and they they may seem a little dumb, but I, I need to know. Now, he says he no longer installs carpeting because of the weight. Does yes. he mean his weight? No. Or does he mean the weight of the, the carpeting? Weight of the carpeting. Okay, that was important information because, you know, if it was because of his weight, then yes. there, were, uh, there would be some health questions I would probably would be interested to know to, in order to, you know, kind of yep. give the right uh, get the right perspective, but, um, YouTube grid videos are great for the long haul. Now, I don't know what his financial situation is. Was he looking to do something right away? Was he comfortable, but he wants to keep on working 
what is his MO that will career MO, if we could put it that way. Well, the point is he was financially doing okay. What he was doing. He just knows that in five years he can't be doing this. Okay. All right. right. So that's what, that's a missing piece that we're working with here because if he's, you know, like a lot of Americans, according to a career builder, uh, study recently, or back in 2017, 78 of employees and probably business owners as well are living paycheck to paycheck. So it was important to know how quickly he needs to turn around his aspirations into something that's viable. If he has some leeway, not only YouTube videos would be fantastic, or even a podcast. So. It, along those lines but consulting is is really a, 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 and training is really a great way to uh to get out of the um out of the mire and the stress of of installing carpet i know that could that could be really helpful if he wants to do that kind of thing uh, there's the other aspect that he could possibly be a really good uh, referrer as well. He might know the businesses to uh, that can do a lot of the heavy lifting. He might be able to do some of the lighter stuff. And they, in return for the referral, might be able to give him a decent fee if he's able to negotiate with them as to, as to how much they would pay him. Yeah, he... So, he said he'd been through the sales and distribution. Um, if you go back and listen to one of the early episodes, Michael Krent, who has a business called Life Stories Alive, he came out of the carpeting business. Mm-hmm. And the flooring business has gotten, from a sales perspective, has gotten nasty um, because, of, because of things like Home Depot. Um, it's, it's very, very transactional. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of going, okay, what can I do? And I, I like the idea of a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Even more is, yeah, figuring out how you can be a consultant. Hopefully that'll give him some ideas. Yeah, the Home Depot thing is not a bad thing either. I mean, uh, there are businesses that work as a third-party consultant with Home Depot. Some of them, I guess it might depend how they're owned or if they're franchised or not. I've heard of people actually going in to train the employees uh, on certain the, the some of the technologies and different aspects of I've heard that done with plumbing uh, I haven't heard that done with with, uh, with flooring but I'm sure there are um, you know there's there's somebody that possibly could you got to explore all the options but yeah I think I think the main thing is to get out of the physical aspect and and uh, get into something um, where you're not doing all let the young guys handle all the and the young girls even to to handle all the flowing I want to be politically correct here. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> keep this in mind but uh, yeah it, that's where I would I would run with it and I think you're right also if I can add to score, is is you probably know it's an organization that has a lot of the older um, older executive old management that uh, and business owners that that consult uh, for free if you go to somewhere local or if you contact score.org 
they would be a great resource for many people who are, are kind of at that part of life where, you know, they can, you know, use some ideas on how to shift their business or shift their the future of their business. And if you go back a few podcasts episode, I had Joe Harper from the Small Business Development Center here in Central mm-hmm. Texas. Small Business Development Centers are all over the country. They are sometimes they partner with SCORE, uh, sometimes they're independent. Mm-hmm. So good good advice. Let's go on to question two. Okay, Mark. After years of corporate training, I took time off to raise my daughter. She is graduating high school in two weeks, and I'm ready to get back into training. A few of my challenges. I haven't used much of the new technology since 2008. I haven't spoken in front of an audience since 2009. I haven't worked since 2009. Not sure where to begin. Thanks for your help and advice. This is the part where there was a lot more in-depth conversation like yourself. Uh, I hadn't taken that person on as a client, but because I had a relationship with that person, I went into a little bit more in depth than I usually would. Really, if if it's a matter of getting used to a lot of the tech, new technologies, there's some that haven't changed a whole lot, as as we talked about her, and that the easily adaptable, uh, such as PowerPoint, it hasn't changed dramatically as much to where you couldn't catch on. And a lot of the technologies from uh, like Microsoft Word and Office and some of the other software where you're going to be using it for business and using it for other things, it hasn't changed dramatically in that sense. So it's not that hard to acclimate. What has changed is the way that you're going to market yourself and the way that you're going to make yourself marketable. And that's where social media, she hadn't had much social media experience other than using Facebook for fun and for family. So that was one of the things that uh, came across. The thing that we got down to is is getting back, getting her name in front of people that matter and that will give her opportunities again. So we talked a lot about contracting. And contracting could lead into getting that, getting a, a position again. Since she's in the late 40s, tipping on the 50s, it's not going to be as easy buy. Although there are people who are getting hired, I've had a couple of people recently in my circle that are older and that have gotten hired by uh, corporations. Uh, so the thing is just getting enough of that information out there to where even you can build some social proof, putting it out there on your LinkedIn profile, building a great profile along with a resume. But the profile, you can exhibit uh, some of the samplings of your work. And fortunately, she had one or two uh, videos that just needs to be converted from uh, being on cassette, a uh, video cassette to a CD or to a digital file, and you could do that at Walmart. Walmart has that service. Not all Walmarts have that service, but you can convert those files to a digital file and then put that up on your profile as well as proof as you having done that in front of the audience. We got down to a nitty-gritty as far as uh, probably more time than we, we actually had. But those are some of the things that she's actively doing now. And she's even got she's got something at the library 
where she can go train and then document that on a, on a weekly basis. This is a world that I came out of in 2011. It's interesting. When I was at my last startup, I was developing a curriculum and certification program that was both stand-up and online. Mm-hmm. And since then, so much has gone online. And so one of the things I've had people who have been traditional trainers, I say, okay, one of the things I want you to do is look at all the job ads and see what tools are they using. Are they using Captivate, Articulate, uh, Storyline, their whole set of them. And the idea is go Pick one and learn it. These are not hard tools. If you understand instructional design, they're actually pretty easy to learn. Then you can start saying, okay, I'm doing, I'm, I have the stand up training background, which also means you've probably done curriculum development. Now you can also say, I want to translate that into the online and I actually have some experience. In the last episode, I interviewed um, Carol Cohen-Fishman, who uh-huh. runs iRelaunch, uh-huh. and they have a whole package put together on these people doing what they call their relaunchers, they're people who've taken a career break. And one of the key aspects is they want to, in fact, the quote at the beginning of the podcast was, employers are more interested that you have the fire to learn the new technology than being completely up to date on the new technology. And and there's so much you can get on LinkedIn Learning and other platforms that it's, um, as I said, if you're a good trainer, these, this stuff is not hard to pick up, but you do have to kind of go stretch yourself. Yeah, and I think too you have to consider that you're also you to get back in. There's got to be some marketing and some PR that you're willing to do that you ha- haven't done yet, especially if you haven't been in the market ten years. It's one thing to learn the new technology, but you've got to get in front of people, and you've got to get in front of the right eyes and find the right people that can either promote you, hire you, or at least at least pass the word. And that's kind of hard to do. People are not willing to do that just because you say so, or that you, when you say I used to be, uh, some people's ears just start to shut down. I used to be meaning I'm becoming, you know, old and irrelevant, which for her is not the case. For her, it's just, it, it, it's a, it's a, a part of it is just a marketing aspect of it. But the other part is too, you got to be doing something. You got to be active and showing that you are displaying some relevancy. Um, but yeah, all those things that Udemy and LinkedIn even have uh, have to offer these days, even some that might cost a little bit of money, you can find. Uh, this special is going on all the time. Go on Groupon and look for online learning. Um, I've seen some that offer five or six week courses for $10. Uh, so, you know, uh, you, you know, the minimal investment there is, but, uh, you're correct. And even, and, and we hit on some of that as a lot of it is just overcoming the fear of the unknown. It's overcoming that, you know, it, you're hearing all these voices that really don't exist inside your head. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. It's sort of like, um, you had a term for it, uh, even, 
um, MSU. Uh, yes, uh, making stuff, stuff up. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that is is very relevant. As I begin to hear people, they talk more about they men, they'll mention the technology. They mention they have been in front of the audience, but a lot of it was uh, I'm not sure. And when you're not sure, you begin to make up narratives that don't exist. Well, this leads us right into question three. I am 65 years old, and I've been an IT consultant interim CIO for the last 25 years. I want to finish my career as a full-time employee, full-time employee as a CIO at a small to medium-sized business. I am completely unable to convince people that I'm worth the risk. I have worked in so many industries that everyone says I do not have the necessary industry experience and I get passed over. What should I do? This was a conversation I had yesterday. How often do you get someone who's been a consultant for 25 years and say, I want to be a full-time employee now. And because he's 65, he doesn't need health care because he has Medicare available. I went, wow. You want to come back as a full-time employee. No one's going to believe you. It's the, and I've run, I've run into this over and over again with people who've been consultants. And mm-hmm. I said, and what he'd been doing was just applying and applying and applying. And he was getting interviews. But when it all came down, I said, I told him, I said, no one's going to believe you. Right. So what you need to do is go back to all these companies that you've consulted with over these many last 10 years, 15 years, go back and talk to them. Those are all weak ties. And you should be able to go in there and saying, you know what I can do. In other words, his next job has to come through a relationship. He needs to work the relationships. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't been doing that at all. I, or as I like to say, he needed to work his weak ties. He had been working through these interim interim CIO, C-suite, you know, placement services. Mm-hmm. And the interesting problem he had was he'd go in for six months to a year. And part of his contract was he could not, at the end, could not go work for them for a year to two years. So he, mm-hmm. he couldn't go in and consult and then say, okay, I want to stay on because it was negotiated from the front that he couldn't do that. And I said, okay, you're either going to have to go find your next gig and turn it into, as I say, date for a job, or more importantly, go back over all these people you've known over the last 20 years. And I would very, very methodically go back and reconnect and go and and the key word to use is I'm looking for some advice. What do you think I should do? Don't go in asking for a job because a lot of these people will run away. He's done so much stuff over so many years. And oh, by the way, when you finally get done talking to everyone or as you get down, you need to narrow down to a industry, not five industries, one and I get people, oh, I don't want to do more than one. Okay, two. That's an interesting insight that because I was kind of headed that way in the sense of and my question to you was going to be, so what industries has he been a part of? Because um, CIOs, they're, if he's getting interim assignments and he's had a number of them, then 
I won't say that they're a dime a dozen, but it's pretty. It's a pretty broad stroke. If there was one that he was a part of for a longer period of time than than several months, that might be where his expertise might rely because of the time that he's put in. Uh, but it's kind of hard to say. Um, he had, like, for example, he run a large project for implementing a nine one one implementation at a major in a major mm-hmm. city. And that was one he found himself, but he couldn't follow on because they wanted people with fire department experience. By yeah. the way, this is this is incredibly common, and that's where you have to pick an industry and go demonstrate you have the industry knowledge. I think your advice is, is right on. What I have found is people who are very likable mm-hmm. will make an impression. And I suspect this gentleman had made an impression with a lot of people and he'd been on a lot of high profile projects. The key piece here is, and and, you know, his resume went all the way back to the 1970s. Oh yeah. And I said, and I said, no, you know, his LinkedIn profile went all the way back to the 1970s. I've been in technology. No one in the technology world, no one cares about anything from before 2000. Well, it's it, well. Nobody cares really at this point. Before two thousand ten, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think the understanding here for a lot of us who are older is that anything outside of two years when it comes to technology are light years. It, you know, it's it's a way. I mean, technology has surpassed us if we haven't been in the realm. Having said that. I think that relationships kind of are the same way. Uh, if you haven't been keeping up with those relationships, even if you're likable, it makes for a very interesting discussion. And I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the people catching up with you in the past and what you've done in the past. Having said that, I think that, you know, there's a likability factor that he has that uh, he can generate some interest uh, in his service, possibly over time, maybe even get them to refer him to companies that are that are in need right now. But uh, I don't know if I can give any better advice than what you've given him, um, especially the focus part. Yep. is uh, relatively uh, important because um, at, that, at 65, especially, you got to be a master of something and you should market yourself and you should present yourself that way. If not a master, at least a ninja of some sort. <laughs> but, but whatever it is, it's, it's you know, you yep. can't just say, I want to be a CIA. Like there's plenty of people and you've had them say, I want to be a CEO. I want to be an executive. And so you want to be an executive of what? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yes. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it, it, I think you've given him the best advice that's there, that's out there. Well, thank you, Mark, for helping on this podcast. Sure. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please pick up a copy of Repurpose Your Career, a practical guide for the second half of life at Amazon.com or any of the other fine online retailers. When you complete reading the book, I'd very much appreciate if you would write an honest review on Amazon.com. 
The audio version of this book is available on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. Lastly, I'm working on the Career Pivot Community website. The website is in production. I am currently onboarding the fourth cohort, and I will be recruiting for the fifth cohort in probably a few weeks. If you are interested in learning more about the endeavor and would like to be put on the waiting list, please go to careerpivot.com community. When you sign up, you'll receive more information about the community as it evolves. It is those who are in these initial cohorts get to set the direction of this endeavor. This is a paid membership community where I will be offering group coaching, special content, and more importantly, it will be a community where you can seek help. Please go to careerpivot.com community to sign up to learn more. Check back next week when I interview agile careerist Marty Constant. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the Repurpose Your Career podcast. You'll find all the show notes at careerpivot.com slash episode dash 81. Please hop over to careerpivot.com and subscribe to get updates on the podcast and all the other happenings at Career Pivot. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify. Hope to see you next Monday for another episode of Repurpose Your Career podcast. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.